Oh my god. Hi, welcome to Mayor Studies. I'm Jill. And I am your uh, your second host, Lucas, who is checking off his bingo card already because I got a Jill no giggle at the top. No one posted their bingo cards. Oh, well. That's harsh, guys. Yeah. Don't post it just if you get bingo. Even if you don't get bingo, let us see. Hmm. Anyways, we're here today to talk about covered in rain. Which is fitting because we are literally covered in rain. Actually, it just stopped raining and it was raining so hard on my house that has a flat roof, which mm -hmm. is another conversation for a different podcast. How stupid that is. Mm -hmm. It was so loud. I was like, we're not going to be able to record. They're mm -hmm. going to only hear the rain. And Lucas was like, well, that's perfect for this song. Yeah. <laughs> covered in rain. <laughs> you don't laugh like that. I don't know why I did that. That's a very like, that's the kind of laugh you do when you're doing your dad. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> that is how my dad laughs. That's a Mr. Bob laugh right there. <laughs> so um, we should talk about John in the news first. Okay. Is that what we decided the order was? I don't have anything for back to you. Everybody okay. wanted back to you. And then nobody's got anything to say. Right. Or they say it in the DM. And I love talking to you guys in the DM so much. Especially, you know who you are. My mm -hmm. people who like, I talk to you daily now in our DMs. But... I just, it's hard to go back and figure out, you know, and scroll up and so yeah. there might have been some and I missed it and I'm sorry. But for the most part, I wouldn't say, but you know, it's not their fault because I didn't post in the feed uh -huh. about our episode. And oh, okay. I usually do like, hey, this episode's live, but all day had passed. You were really slacking on Monday. I noticed that. Okay. Let's all calm down. <laughs> <laughs> if I do it at 5 a.m. and I spell something wrong, everyone loses their mind. And then if I wait till I get home from work, everyone loses their mind. <laughs> so I'm doing the best I can, guys. I was like, wait, Jill hasn't posted I know, anything yet. You posted your own story. I posted my own and thing. I was like, oh, let's all just relax. No one says I have to do it first thing in the morning. <laughs> uh, hey, I was just showing my commitment to the brand. Oh, my God. Moving on. John in the news. John in the news. John's looking buff. Is he? Don't you pay attention? I mean, so, so what am I supposed to have seen him in? All the concert videos people keep posting. So I did. We'll talk about that later. I did watch another concert video because um, there's one for this song. I don't know if you've seen that or not. Oh, definitely. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, from the current tour. No, definitely not. Oh, I did not that should that. be specified. Sorry, right? I was like, no, I have said have several ever times seen him play I had the song live? <laughs> Have you ever seen him play the song live before? I can't, I don't believe you. I don't Do think you know you who John Mayer is? <laughs> no. Um, but, were, uh, yes, but the, it's like audience <laughs> cam footage from like right, far away, so I can't right. see muscle definition. I can't tell. Okay, I don't, you're... Your feed's messed up. Because, well, if I, when I go on the Mayor Studies feed, it's like an onslaught of John Mayer right. photos and videos. And I thought it to myself. And then I saw on some Facebook pages people commenting. Mm -hmm. And then I got a DM from someone who's like, look, I just do you see this or is it just me? And I was like, girl, no. Oh. I see it. And I'm it's I'm going to go look for it now. I'm, I'm here for I it. I figured you'd be all over it because you're so into fitness yeah. and posting shirtless selfies. And also, like, I'm always for dudes who are older than me being buff he's like one minute older than you he's an elderly gentleman in comparison oh. to me no he's not he's two years older than <laughs> he's you. like three years older than me <laughs> um three years <laughs> but yeah because like it, it does like it just legitimately it's a lot harder on on this mm -hmm. side of 40 mm -hmm. than it than it is when you're in, in your college years yeah. um so anytime i see like oh yeah that's inspiration like all right if john can do it then so can i exactly yeah um also have you heard about the live streaming controversy at his shows no i don't know anything about it so okay. teach me so everyone's videoing, obviously, because mm -hmm. that's how we get all these videos. Right. And a girl was live streaming. I forget where she was. I think, didn't I mention this last week? Oh, I was like, we, I think she was going to get kicked out. About, and yeah. then like, you were just like, get the rules, con you know, consistent. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. So then at another show, a couple nights later, there was like paper made signs. Like I printed them out on my computer, mm -hmm. taped to the doors and the windows. Like you can't live stream. Okay. 
And then people were just recording it all and security was stopping them. They're like, oops, sorry about, right. So I was mad about that. Right. Well, then John released a statement mm -hmm. in his Instagram stories. Did you see that? No. And he was like, let me address this. Sorry about the mix up. I prefer people not live stream because mm -hmm. I think it's just me and you guys in a room and like there's a vibe and I'm focusing on the moment. Right. And if you want to record all you want and post it later, I appreciate that and I encourage it. Mm -hmm. But I just, I would prefer you guys not live stream. And that's the story. That I mean, think, I think it's a perfectly reasonable request. Yeah. I think most people who are going to are going to live stream will continue to do so anyways, despite his I mean, request. What are you going to do in the middle section, up high, down low? I mean, that's. I hope they don't. I hope they respect what he wants, but there's no I, way to I police do too. that. Right. And I how, do too. The, the difference between recording and live streaming, watching someone do that from a distance, how do you even know? Yeah. I, to me. But I, if I was a performer, I would be tired of looking out at cameras. And that's not what he's saying, but that's right. what I believe. I mean, I'm on the opposite. Like, I love when the camera comes out when we're on yes, stage we because know. I'm like, tag us, tag us, because I need the content, right? Yeah, he's pretty good. I think on he's, that. Yeah, yeah, I think he's covered on the content train. So. He's what we call an established artist. <laughs> yes, exactly. Charting his own course. <laughs> Anyway, um, so yeah, I won't be live streaming at the concert. Well, good job. Also, you know, I don't even think I know how. <laughs> well, I, you know, I did that a couple shows that I went to. Really? Like, just recorded a lot of it, yeah, because, mm. like, I wanted to, like, be able to look back on it because I was mm. so into it. But then I watch it. I'd get home and watch it again, and it's just not the same. Yeah. So now I, I like, when I went, my last concert was John Mayer. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he was at the forum, and I went and I shot one clip, mm -hmm. just enough to prove that I was there. Yeah. Right? Put it on the it's gram. It's not on the gram. It didn't happen. Yes, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So enough to prove that I went to a John Mayer concert so everyone could be jealous. Mm -hmm. um, but then the rest of the time, I just wanted to like be there Yeah. And, and be a part of it. And it's very much like three by five, right? It's like, mm -hmm. see it with your own eyes mm -hmm. instead and of looking through the camera the whole time. That's how I'm feeling about when I go since we're sitting so close. Yeah. It's like... You want to, it's so stupid. It's like you want people to know that you sat close. Right. But also, there's like a lot of John Mayer pictures on the internet. Mine aren't going to be any different than anyone else's. Like, at some of them, he's looking at people or whatever. And yeah, that's cool to capture. But if John Mayer looks at me while he's on stage, just mm -hmm. because I'm in proximity, mm -hmm. I think I'd rather just capture it with my eyes. So do exactly, you know what I mean? No, exactly. Yeah. If he looks at you, do you want him to see somebody who's got on their phone? Yeah. Or do you want him to see you right. tuned in mm -hmm. there with him mm -hmm. in this like communion of, exactly. you know, audience and and performer? Right. So yeah. I think unless he's singing Walt Grace, I'm going to put my phone away. I mean, like you said, I think I'll take a couple snaps because he starts in the chair and we're on the side of the stage where the chair is. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to take a picture and leave it alone until a key song and then just really enjoy it. That's my plan. I don't think anyone's worried about it, but that's my plan. Aren't you bringing your professional photographer with that's you? That's the other thing that I wasn't, <laughs> wasn't going to tell them. When you go somewhere with my mom, you don't need to take yeah. a picture or a video because she's going to take them all. I'll take a ton beforehand. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, no, Mary will... Last time her camera or her phone battery died, mm -hmm. but then we put on her rechargeable case that I've gotten her because she takes many pictures, right. and then her memory got full, yeah. which is pretty hard to do with a newer iPhone, right. but it happened, and she was having to like go back and delete other things to take more videos, and then what do you do with them? Like Eventually, I just deleted some. Yeah. I'm like, Look, what am I going to do with these? I don't save any but of that But Walt Grace is, has a heart and my favorites file, and it's all saved. Have you picked out your concert outfit yet? <sighs> no. Okay. I was just going to wear like jeans and a hoodie mm -hmm. when I had bad seats. Right. I'm sorry. No seats are bad. Right. When I had seats. And now that I'm closer, does it matter? Yes. 
It really doesn't. Uh, it does not matter at all. Why doesn't it matter? John Mayer is not going to look at me and think, oh, this is like all the girls that I've dated before. She's so beautiful and like a supermodel. Let me go talk to her. So I could be in a hoodie or I could be a low cut top. It doesn't matter. So, I could be in a formal gown. <laughs> so I absolutely applaud and agree with this attitude, but it is not fitting with your typical delusion when it comes to you <laughs> and John Mayer. Because, this is so out of character for you. Because when it comes you. down to reality, like mm-hmm. when I met him and I was like, hey, <laughs> I'm, I'm a clown and I know the facts. Oh, so okay. I think I'm going to wear my favorite pair of jeans. Mm-hmm. I can't wear any cute shoes because I'll be standing too much. Right. So, I mean, Converse are cute, but that's what I'm wearing. And then my favorite black, like, sweater, like three-quarter sleeve sweater. Okay. And then what I like to call arena bling or stadium bling which is jewelry that you wear when you're at like a sporting event Mm -hmm. is really sparkly and Mm -hmm. eye-catching so like diamondy monday for me (laughs) basically (laughs) i will be wearing it on still not as much jewelry as you (laughs) it's one bracelet and one pair of diamond hoop earrings nice (laughs) and uh yeah my hair will be down and look lovely until i put it in a ponytail because i get tired Mm -hmm. and we'll see what happens but probably not a lot i'm still i'm on the fence about this sign i made it Mm -hmm. but i don't don't know if i want to carry it around I know, I know. It's lazy. You're going to do it. I know it's late. I don't know that I am. You are. You. I was. I was a hard no until my son asked me about it Mm -hmm. at dinner the other night, and he's like, "Are you kidding me? Like you did this whole podcast to get him on the podcast, and now you're not going to do it?" And I was like, "Yeah." Have you been sleeping well? Why do I look bad? No, I'm just curious. Yeah. Okay. Because that has nothing to do with the way you look. Oh, I do look bad. We had a cleaning day at work today. No, it's just about like the idea that like all of a sudden like all this like. <laughs> delusional romanticized energy that you're usually bringing like oh John Mayer's gonna fall in love with me oh uh, there's a 25% okay. chance we're getting him on the podcast it's like where did that go and I'm like what's going on Hold in on, your life I clarify where something. did your joy go I, I am where did very your, tired where did your today. fairy tale belief in these things just dissipate all of a sudden I, I've known you for 25 million years I was like what <laughs> and for 24 million of them you've held this delusion, delusional no, belief no I've delusion the whole time you've known me <laughs> um I I want to say something, clarify right now. Okay. If John Mayer and I met in a setting where we casually got to chat each other up, Mm -hmm. I do believe the delusion that he would fall in love with me. I think I'm kind of lovable. You're incredibly lovable. Thank you. But I don't think that he's going to look at me out in the audience and be just based on attractiveness and be like, ooh, there's Jill. I got to marry her. I'm not that delusional. I'm no Katy Perry or Jennifer Aniston, good lord, huh. or Taylor O'Connor. This is not a Taylor Swift this podcast. This one episode you know? where we don't talk about How her. How dare you invoke her name? Someone DM'd us something, and I wanted to write back, yeah, just like Taylor Swift's tour. And I was like, for the love of God, no, I'm doing <laughs> it in writing. <laughs> I saw, I don't know if I sent it to you. I may have sent it to you. Hmm. Maybe I forgot to. There's like a John Mayer roast. What? Yeah. It was like not like it was Central not the one? Comedy Central one. I'm, was he, did it, he was, participate in it? It was a TikTok clip. So. Oh no! And um, uh, sorry. That's okay. Uh, and the com- comedian was saying something to him, and then like John threw a, like a joke back at him. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the jokes that the comedian said was like. You know, you've got lots of great hits like Jessica Simpson oh, and oh Jennifer God, Aniston and Taylor Swift. And he named Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I wonder if there's a part of John. Like, we don't know what happened between mm-hmm. Taylor, right? But I wonder if there's a part of John. If There's a potential that nothing happened between him and That's Taylor. That's my thought. Yeah. That he just wants to be like, 
Y'all keep throwing her name out here. Go back and erase She is this. not the one. Yeah. You, the other names, guilty as charged. Right. But like not, Enough. you know. Yeah. Probably. Or even if that's not the case, just like stop talking about it. Yeah. Anyway, that was a longer intro than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Uh, covered in Rain. John in the News. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? Um, covered in Rain was your choice. Yes. You guys were surprisingly enthusiastic surprisingly about it. Surprisingly enthusiastic. You I'm, didn't even see the DMs. You just saw the comments. I'm very much more so than ever looking forward to listener feedback on this because I'm uh, really interested in uh, the enthusiasm and Such what exactly it is that they're latching onto with this tune. Yeah, and I like the song. Mm-hmm. And I like it better now that I've spent some time with it. Mm-hmm. And I'm usually kind of like right in the same thinking as uh-huh. the masses. Uh-huh. I was not as excited about this. Well, I can tell you, I can tell you this. Uh, I've listened to the song a lot over the mm-hmm. last couple of days, mm-hmm. and I would be absolutely surprised if I ever listened to it again. Okay, that's a hot take. <laughs> Why don't you go into song bio? <laughs> All right, song bio. This song does not exist in a studio recorded Mm-mm. version anywhere. You can find it on two records. The first is Any Given Thursday, right? Um, and then the other one is on the As Is record. I believe it was recorded in Pennsylvania in his Pennsylvania stop. Um, so it only exists as a live record. On the Any Given Thursday version, it's David Labriere on bass and Stephen Chopek on drums. <laughs> um, I, I didn't discern any substantive differences between the two versions. Oh, really? Did you? Did you feel? Yes, like I when... prefer AGT. Really? Okay. There's something about as is that just does not do it for me. I so if, if forced to choose, mm-hmm. I think I like the tonality of the as is a little bit better. Okay. It's more recent. There's mm-hmm. a couple of years in recording technology. It's just like it seems a little bit cleaner recording to mm-hmm. me. But it's like we're talking incremental differences mm-hmm. like i wouldn't be like oh you know what you should really listen to is this one? like that's yeah it's it's i'm only saying that if you force me you to choose to. one mm-hmm. otherwise like i said they feel very similar the song structure is pretty much the same mm-hmm. um both incredibly lengthy the as is i think clocks very in lengthy. a little bit lo- oh, a little bit shorter i mean mm-hmm. it's about a minute shorter than any given thursday version mm-hmm. so uh I feel like your taste for this song is really tied to how mu- how much guitar soloing you want to hear. Yes, because more I than half that. the song is guitar solo. Uh, I you... was surprised there were so many lyrics when I printed them out because uh-huh. in my mind that song's covered in rain, covered in rain, all guitar solo. Right, covered in rain, covered in rain. <laughs> so when you watch the video from three twenty five, when was that? Where are we here? It's the thirtieth today, I think. So by, by the time you guys yeah. are, are listening to this, he did it about a week, a week ago. ago. Mm-hmm. And it's a three-minute... Cleveland, I think. Yeah, no guitar solos. It's a three-minute song. He did... Oh, yeah, because what is he going to guitar solo on, right. really? So he just played the song. And it's just like, yeah. I know, heard the crowd went insane. There's no bridge. He he started off with a drone shot of my yacht. Yes. And then went from that into... Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, so was did he play it because someone had a sign? So he was like... he was Yeah, yeah he was okay. like... What are the signs? Let's look I at the signs. I saw the start of that video. Yeah, he was looking at signs and then the, did the drone shot on my yacht song and then saw Covered in Rain. He's like, oh, that song's in different tune. Uh, you know what? Okay. And then detuned mm-hmm. to, to play it and went through it. So Wow. Maybe you'll see it when you go see it. I'll look it. it up now. I should have prepared better. Yeah. Um, Is that your song bio? No, we're on. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm off tonight. It, I am off. <laughs> it's, it's all right. It's all right. Uh, we're in favorite there, notable versions. Well, there is, there is a lot... I mean, maybe this isn't a song meeting here too, but there. Mm-hmm. This is widely held to be uh, the sequel to City Love. 
Yes, which I found out last week. Yeah, so that this is like sequel. It refers to Lydia again. So it's really, by name. Yeah, mm-hmm. even even if you haven't heard him talk about that, the songs, the textual evidence supports tying the two things together. And this song also has very heavy allusions to 9-11 as well. Okay, so I never knew that Mm -hmm. until this week. Was that something that you knew? That was something I did not know until this week. Yeah, it's really easy to to not see it because they're not like in your face. No. But but when you see them. I've always not understood the missing signs in the CVS line. Mm -hmm. And I thought, oh, it's CVS have a thing about missing kids. Like, and I'm just like, I don't go to CVS enough. I never, that never registered. And someone made a comment and I was like, oh my, the whole song makes sense to me now. Yeah. That missing signs line only makes sense if you think of it as a post 9-11. Yeah. Yeah. Pointed reference. Yeah. Um, okay, so I guess that is song meaning, like you said. Yeah. So favorite versions, we talked about that. Uh, yeah, AGT I, yeah. for me. I, so actually my favorite version is, oh, okay. the, is the live the live solo version. Last week. Yes, mm-hmm. because you get to hear the song. It's mm-hmm. just the song. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot to the song. There's no bridge. No. The, there's not much going on in, in the verse, just like that same chord progression. Mm-hmm. The chorus is covered in rain. Like there's just not... This is not a very meaty song. Right. At least hearing it in that context, I could kind of see the skeleton of the song when you listen to it and it's, you know, the song is more guitar solo than it is not, mm-hmm. then it just kind of feels more like a guitar playing exercise and less like a song. Well, and I think that that, you bring up a good point because a lot of people who love John Mayer who make comments about it are talking about the guitar solo mm-hmm. and AGT is my favorite version because of the guitar solo. And because I'm not a musician and I don't really... I, I do appreciate when someone can play an instrument well. I'm smart enough to figure that out. Right. I'm not a girl who is, like, super excited about hours and hours of guitar solos. Right. Um, which is weird because mm-hmm. I'm a John Mayer fan mm-hmm. and he can have a guitar solo. So I think – because I'm not hating on the song. We'll see where you land on it as mm-hmm. we go on. But I will say that it's it's not the things that I always look for in John Mayer songs that mm-hmm. kind of make me happy. Um, doesn't include a guitar solo, ironically. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and I mean, this song doesn't have the chord progression complexity that a lot of the songs that he was writing around the same time do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fine lyrically. Oh, that's where you and I are going to differ. Okay. Go ahead, finish your thought. I just think it's, it's fine lyrically. It's not mm-hmm. like bad. Some of the stuff is good, but there's a lot mm-hmm. of it. I disagree. You don't think any of it's good? I think all of it's good. Oh, yeah. I was like, whoa. <laughs> I, I will can, never say that. You have a real hot take. <laughs> um, but there's some stuff like, I, I think part of it was that absent the 9-11 interpretation, mm-hmm. I had known this song as a song that didn't make a lot of sense to me. Right. And we'll, I'll point out the specific lyrics when we get there. That's like, mm-hmm. oh, this makes sense now, yeah. but didn't. And that illusion not being particularly clear mm-hmm. really means you have to do some digging. And that's tough to do on a song that doesn't exist on a studio album. Right. When there's only the live version, you know? Yeah. Um, So anyways. Okay, so I disagree. Okay. Which is an unusual. Oh, check your bingo square if you want to (laughs) I couldn't understand a lot of the lyrics when I listened to the song. Mm -hmm. Like when he talks about the people watching, all the people watching us right back. I would mumble my way through that. I would be confused by the CVS line before, right? Mm-hmm. And I think, man, he's singing about rain a lot, whatever. 
I never listened to the song like in my car on my playlist. It was just from constantly watching the DVD when my son was a baby because uh-huh. he was like be mesmerized by it and do like a little baby dance. And because I enjoyed it. <laughs> so at the time, I might have thought, not great lyrical content, like whatevs. Now that I've spent some time with it, absolutely not. I think it paints such a picture and a mm-hmm. feeling of gray, if you will. Okay. When I think about 9-11, I think about gray. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's like, unfortunately, the dust or the rubble. Right. And gray is like a somber color and rain. And this is just really has the smallest amount of words Mm -hmm. and use of imagery to create such a big image and a feeling for me. And I think in that way, it's like disguised brilliance. It's like it's wearing a cardigan. Okay. Like you listen to the song and we're like, oh my God, I got it. There's some rain. Mm -hmm. But then if you really dig in, it's like, oh wow, this song hits me in my feels. And so for that reason, my tone about the song has now changed Mm -hmm. after my research this week. So covered in rain is clearly a metaphor. Yeah. For what? Being sad, covered in tears, depression. So then this song is about being sad? Well, yeah, he's sad cause because 9-11 like, happened. Because Rain is the central metaphor of the song, What right? do you think? Oh, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I struggle with the song, so I'm, like, legitimately asking your... Yeah, because the brightest thing he has is her. So mm-hmm. I think at the start, it's like... I mean, we all remember what 9-11 was Absolutely. like. Like, that was... And we live on the other side of the country. Exactly. I, I couldn't even come up with a word for what that was. Uh, traumatizing. Yeah. And so you're going through trauma. You're hanging out with this one person, constantly bonding with them. It's the only bright spot you have every day because the world, if you're in New York, was literally paused. Mm-hmm. I mean, you couldn't really go anywhere or do anything. And then she leaves. And I feel like he's still covered in rain because she's gone and because he doesn't have the bright spot. And that's kind of what I think the rain's a metaphor. Some people leaned heavy into its depression, mm-hmm. which I was surprised by. I think it's like situational depression. I don't think there's a song about depression. So I think for me, the depression analysis stands the strongest. Like situational or this is about like clinical? It doesn't matter. Just depression's depression. It doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it does matter in life. Sure does. I mean, it doesn't matter <laughs> in the context of the song. Got though. it. Um, because, and now I guess we're just diving into like lyrics and stuff like that. As we should be. Um, because after he's wrote, he wrote a whole song about how in love with Lydia he is. Mm-hmm. And he almost proposes in the song. We don't know. There, were, I am sorry. We mm. did have a back to you. Oh. That some people were like, no, it's that. And some people were like, no, it's but. Uh-huh. And, and there was a few people, Erica, A. Jenny, I think mm-hmm. was one of them. And a couple people are like, no, I'm with your original interpretation. That he's like, I was going to propose, but we got a cab. And other people are like, no. He's like, I was going to propose that we get a cab. Oh. No. I mean, so I read... So you don't know if he was going to propose. Uh, there is an MTV article about this song. And the interpretation in that article as well that. is that he yeah. was going to propose. Yeah. And that's what I'm going to stick by. So he goes from, like, whatever the case is. Like, this was obviously something very important about him. She was central to the to the to the song Mm -hmm. and now she's she just like leaves and like he just kind of feels like he's like shrugging it off like he can't he's so focused on some other sadness in his life Mm, okay it's like everything else uh is just kind of like i can visualize it but see if i can explain it explain it in words where everything else is out of focus Mm mm-hmm like, it, everything else is just happening off to the side. Everything is off to the periphery, and you can't focus on anything else because you can't get out of your own head. Sure. I mean, also, it was like a PTSD thing. Like, that's something that I've experienced where you're, like, stuck in a moment mm-hmm. that happened. Yeah. And, like, you're still going through life. Yeah. But your brain is just, like, constantly on looping this mm-hmm. moment. Um, And so that's what it feels like. He's like, 
she said she mentioned something about being it for the best. Like he kind of like he agreed. Yeah, he's like. Yeah, she said something, and then she left. I mean, there's a tip up top that he's kind of over it, because mm -hmm. he's like, she's sleeping over more than I planned, planned. guys. And we already know the toothbrush is taking up too much space (laughs) from the prequel. So I don't, yeah, maybe you're right. I don't know that he's necessarily, but that's like the brightest thing he had, so he was hanging on to it. I'm glad we talked about that, because now I, I do feel a little different about it. Yeah, and and, and that to me is, is the part that keeps popping up, right, is like, He's painting this really dark picture, mm-hmm. or bleak picture, or not exciting or accurate. picture, yeah. and then saying, "This is the brightest thing I have." So, yeah. how bad is everything else yeah. in your life? How bad are you feeling it everywhere else? If this 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 love that is uh, kind of fading is mm-hmm. the brightest thing that you've got, mm-hmm. um, and you know, because both verses, verse one and verse two, there's allusions to like it's not quite doesn't have the steam it used to. Right, absolutely. We're we're on the decline, mm-hmm. and it's still the brightest thing I got. So, and I, but it's also so far declining that when she goes, it's not like oh I'm a wreck now, not no. like I'm super sad. After she goes, he says it's killing me. Yeah. But what he does to the rest, he's just like almost nothing changes for him. Right. He's just looking at this other thing. Like he's preoccupied mm-hmm. with this other thing. He's preoccupied with this tragedy. And mm-hmm. if you read it as a 9-11 story or song, like this thing was so big and took up so much space that everything else just got really quiet and really right. small in comparison. And so even her leaving barely registers right because he's still at the end of the song it's not like he's not talking about her Mm -hmm. he's talking about the silhouette i haven't got you know i haven't got used to yet yeah um and i i always struggled to understand what that part of it meant until i read it as 9-11 and that that one you know that one in the the cvs line really kind of absolutely that makes a lot of sense it makes so much sense now yeah and what were some of your favorite lyrics then if you had any or you're just don't even have a favorite um, I know I don't I don't think so I don't think there's anything in here that's bad. Let me say that. Um, maybe it's just thin. How is from fireworks to fireplaces, summer stole at fall replaces thin? That's no, beautiful. No, no, no. I mean like that. There's just not a lot of content oh, like to here. choose from. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. There's not just not a lot of content because no one's going to say. You know what my favorite line is? It's that line from the chorus. Well, yeah. You know, like no one's going to, you know. So, yeah. Or, you know what's my favorite line? The line from the bridge. Yeah, I got you. Because there is, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's just, it's basically just like the three verses. I wonder why he never recorded it on an album. Uh, I have an answer for you. Is it, if it's a smart Alec one, none, You're of, not us, gonna like none it. of us want to hear it, Lucas. He never recorded it on an album because it's not that good of a song. You are, this is a podcast <laughs> about how we like John Mayer. I, I love John Mayer. I, no, I, I love John Mayer. Uh, this is, is this in his top 100 songs? Pal, I'm a, when I read the comments, you're going to lose your mind. I, I have top five, top ten, over and over and over again. And I do appreciate the song now when I didn't before. Uh-huh. But it is not in my top ten. No. I will say that. And, and also, I maybe it's because I love songs. And this just doesn't... It feels like it's not a fully formed song. Mm-hmm. Like I said, so much of the song, it's... I almost think of like you ever see uh, like something with a tree growing in the middle of it, and it's like just surrounding around the tree like a fence or like a, a gate. building. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like that's what this song is, and that tree growing in the middle of it that stretches to the heavens is the guitar solo. Oh my god, moving on. I just like that guitar <laughs> solo is a thing, and everything else is just kind of surrounding it. You right. Know? Okay. But, but yeah, I, I I like the specificity of tonight we're going to order in drinking wine and watching mm-hmm. CNN. 
Um, fireworks to fireplaces is a great line. It's amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. Beautiful. And I do like, I had to listen to it a bunch, mm-hmm. but I do like, and now we're people watching all the people, people yeah. watching us right back. Because when you listen to it, you think, oh, he's just saying people over and over again. Yeah. I had to like actually stop and listen to it and mm-hmm. read it. It's grammatically correct. There are mm-hmm. no extra peoples in that sentence. Yeah. <laughs> he just crafted a sentence that needed him to say people that many times. Yeah. And it's very like catchy, even though I didn't know what the words are, that part's always stuck in my head or I sing it extra loud and I was just like randomly saying people through it. Yep. Um, yeah. That, I like that line too. Um, I think she puts her quiet hands in mine is like very that. evocative. Mm-hmm. I it's one of those things I would have a hard time explaining what it means, but mm-hmm. I know what it means. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Okay. <laughs> I can't explain what You took the words out of my mouth. Oh, okay. Because I remember being like, how am I going to say to Lucas, I don't know what this means, but I know what it means. And then he's going to be like, that doesn't make sense. Because <laughs> that's my you voice. And yeah, why does that work? I know what that means, but I can't articulate it to someone. So that is the job of poetry. Mm-hmm. When poetry is done well, it evokes feelings, mm-hmm. even if it's not done in a strictly literal, logical, like step-by-step basis, like we would see in academic writing, right? right. Like stuff that I do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about crafting words in such a way that evokes images or feelings or whispers of feelings or mm-hmm. shadows of feelings, glimpses of something well without having to be super concrete. Yeah. And so for me, like that's a very poetic line. Mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. I think we're ready for listener feedback. All then. right, guys. Hit me with it. Unload on me. Tell me how dumb I am because I don't really. Well, they can't tell you directly right now, but boy, are they going to soon. Let mm-hmm. me get to my screenshots here. First, we have a 77% play mm-hmm. and a 23% skip ratio, which blew my mind. We've had higher, though. Yeah. Considering how many people told me top five, top ten, I'm, I'm surprised this wasn't in the 80s, mm-hmm. but it is what it is. Okay. At Carly Porter 1221 said, still can't stop listening to CIR after all these years. Incredible showcase of his guitar range on the Any Given Thursday version. So, again, the, a lot of the strength mm-hmm. of the case for the song is going to come down to guitar solo. Erica A. Jenny said, tracing my fingers round a silhouette goes right along with the dinnertime shadows, I thought, from City Love, which I thought was a good catch. I didn't do a lot of comparing this song to that song, and mm-hmm. I, I feel like I'm, I should have. Mm-hmm. So should have you. So <laughs> we both get a, a, a check mark, bad grade on this one. Invest underscore your underscore love says, she puts her quiet hands in mine. She's the brightest thing I got. Could you get any more romantic? This song is always on my sexy time playlist. Ooh. Laughing, crying emojis, and the monkey covering his eye emojis. <laughs> and Carol A. McConaughey mm-hmm. said, masterpiece. Okay. Heart high five, heart high five. You know, um, I, there, I had a playlist that I made for my wife mm-hmm. um, of like just like she 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 went through a phase where she wanted to sleep to music, mm-hmm. and so I was like, oh, like let me pick because we were already married and sleeping mm-hmm. together, and so I was like, let me pick the songs in because I like to listen go to sleep to silence. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna have to listen to music at least let it be like decent stuff. Sure. And I did put some Mayer stuff on that, mm-hmm. and then when my son was being born, she wanted music, so mm-hmm. I just pulled up that playlist because that'd be relaxing and played mm-hmm. it. So the playlist that was playing while my son was being born included Come Back to Bed. Interesting, considering oh. your wife does not like John Mayer at all. 
Yeah, I don't know yeah. that she could name <laughs> she a John Mayer song. She didn't catch it got snuck in there. Yeah, I don't know that she could name a John Mayer song. <laughs> That's a good song to put on that playlist, so yeah. that was a good choice. At Jake Bolesa says, interesting, he calls it this, controversial opinion incoming. This is in my top five Mayer songs. When I listened to that song on any given Thursday for the first time, I almost thought it was three different songs. Really shows off how creative and talented a musician he is when he could, what he can do with only two chords. So what's funny is it's in his top five, but he knows that it might not be in others. Mm-hmm. He's the only person who kind of addressed that mm-hmm. when they just said top five. Um, I don't understand anything about two chords, but that sounds impressive. Well, that's that's what I said. There's just not like so like well, what was it St. Patrick's Day that we just did that had like this really like okay like a change yeah, yeah a lot of really like non-standard non-typical chord progression mm-hmm. and this song is just like as basic chord progression as you're going to find it in shows a John Mayer song. he can do anything but also if he's literally wrote the song after 9-11 and you've been through trauma like mm-hmm. maybe two chords is all it was intentional mm-hmm. like two chords and some repetitive words is all I've got because of what I've been through. Could be. I think so. I've cracked the case on that one. The other thing that's missing from this song that are some of the other songs that I love, um, including the song we're going to do next week, is uh, like there's he's so great at crafting instrumental melodies that are instantly identifiable as a song. Mm -hmm. Gravity. Yes. You know, you can play those first notes of gravity. Everyone knows what song Mm -hmm. it is. Mm -hmm. Uh, Slow dancing in a burning room. Mm Like, I, I, that's the thing that perhaps the number one thing I've learned to appreciate about his songwriting from doing the podcast is every one of these songs is just such an instantly memorable, mm-hmm. in, in, like, instrumental hook. Mm-hmm. Forget the vocals and everything. And this song... Doesn't have that. D- doesn't have it. I mean, yeah, it's just kind of very standard and basic. And it's, again, it's not bad. It's a quiet song. It's not bad. It's just not... It doesn't reach the heights of some of his other stuff. Right. Okay. Um... No, I don't know. Equant three Ross. Oh, we owe your friend an apology. Hold on. Oh, Justino. Yes. No, it's, so it's not an apology because like he I, like reshared that I was like my bad. Right. <laughs> uh, so one of my friends uh, got a comment read a couple weeks ago. I didn't rec- I didn't recognize it because Jill mispronounced his name so badly. If you guys would have normal <laughs> names, if my name's Jill B on Instagram, just keep it easy. So I would have shut it up. But also, like I know him as Justino and his. Uh, handle is just Justin, so I wouldn't have I wouldn't have recognized it. No, anyways. it was Justin O, and then a bunch of other letters. No, and it was so just I Justin thought it was C, C, in his last name. Are you sure? Yeah, because he's got a couple handles. Oh, okay. But I was like, oh, that's why, because I wouldn't have. Because yeah. like, he and I have talked about it. I was like, oh, I wouldn't have picked it up as Justin. You're yeah. Justino in my heart. Sorry, so, just wait. What's his name? Justino. Justino. Sorry, well, just I can't. I, I, I don't his, mean that right now. I actually think his name is Justin, but everyone <laughs> I can't knows him as Justino. Do it right at this point. He uh, he uh, filled in for the, uh, with the Honey for us the other day. It was uh, our, our, the our lead, the lead singer of the Honey for like five songs. It was great. Yeah, he also was at a bar one time. My coworker was there, and she thought he was cute. And oh, that her... was his brother. Oh shoot! Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was Jim. That's a story about a different guy. It's a really good one. Okay, so Equin Three Ross said, "I think it's incredibly thoughtful on his part to write the song because he felt City Love did not fit in with everything the city was living in that moment. City Love, which I love, was too much of a happy song. Blew my mind." Yeah, you know what? I, I so you yelled at me for not comparing the two songs enough. I did, yeah. and I wanted to see. If- I wouldn't say that I yelled. I you said chastise. I gave a check mark for badness. You chastise. Whatever, go ahead. And I wanted to see if I could read these two songs as simply a metaphor for the city 
and mm -hmm. not that the relationship was not with the woman but with the city oh like i love the city i'm so happy i'm but so I'm, devastated i'm the personifying city got hurt. Yeah. my love for the city into into this Lydia makes person. sense to me now um, but I don't. I think he wrote City Love pre nine eleven. Yes, yeah. but it still could have been a yes, love letter to yes, the yes, city, and in yes. many ways it is absolutely. Um, but that at works up until the point when you're like, and come December, Lydia left because the city didn't go anywhere, right? So that's the part where yeah. that that line of interpretation kind of falls apart. I still think there could be a. But up until then, thread. yeah, you can you can, can make an argument. Yeah. Brent O'Leary 9 said, just finished binging your entire podcast just in time for my top five Mare song. I've always loved the emotion of the song and lyrics gets taken over by the music. And when the guitar takes over, it just gives me goosebumps every time. John's the best. Love the podcast, guys. Keep it up. Thank you, Brent. Shelly Mybell said, this song gives me the chills in a good way. The AGT version is impressive the way it is. At HollyAC589 says, Fireworks to fireplaces, summer stole, what fall replaces, and the whole last verse are my favorite lyrics. She wasn't the only one to express that. They chose Holly. So that line, summer stole, what fall replaces, mm -hmm. can you unpack that for me? Because I'm lost on that line. Why? What does it, what does it mean? Summer stole, what fall replaces. Mm. It, it, it's not saying fall winter? replaces summer. It's saying summer steals something and then fall replaces it. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> but I feel like I did before and now I'm so confused. Summer stole what fall replaces. So fall replaces winter? No, fall comes after summer. Well, I know, but it has to it replaces make summer. it make sense. Yeah. Someone DM us the answer. <laughs> okay, at Craig A. Walt says song about depression and loving yourself. And life or relationship will probably fail. At Mitzi Loves Mare says, oh, wow. We've got a lot with Mare in the name mm. that aren't fan pages. Uh, one of my faves. Would love to see John Mare play it live at a show I'm at. Hey, is... and you may have a chance if you're on this tour. <laughs> I love when you do the hand thing. I wish they could see it. <laughs> Meredith Coffin said, in any given Thursday commentary, he says these chords came from the bridge of City Love. Mm. So now does that make it make sense to you why he chose it? Nope. Nope. Love the solo at 2.53 so much. OMG, crying heart emoji, heart emoji. I could cry every time I hear it. It's so good. I will say that I feel like the solo is like emotional. Mm -hmm. That's all I got. Yeah, he, he's done some great solos. I just, for me, and this is, this is your mileage, my very. There's no guitar player in the world who I want to hear play a six minute solo. That was kind of long. Yeah, not, none of them. It's, there's no knock against John or his guitar playing or his solo ability. ability. Mm -hmm. It's just like, for me, give me 30 seconds and we're good. Oh, I could go longer than 30 seconds. I, but I don't want six minutes. Yeah. Like one minute? Okay. One and a half? Like the solo at the end of In Repair mm. is about my time limit. Because <laughs> I enjoy that one. That yeah. one's fun. So however long that is, that's about, that's, the, that's that's about the length. Yeah. Okay. At Kate MP 24 said, it's a unicorn of a song. Very rare to hear played at concert, which is accurate. One of my it's much favorite... more rare to hear the recorded version of it. Yeah. <laughs> True. One of my favorite comments at Demi underscore loves wrote, I mean, dot, dot, dot. Oh, gosh. <laughs> So I'm assuming it was a positive I mean. Like, oh, I mean, you finally got to it. At Wahoo Girl 24 said, so good. We lost it when he started playing it in Cleveland. That's oh, yeah. CLE is Cleveland, right? Yeah. I don't know if that stood for like a venue or. No. <laughs> I wonder if uh, 
if it's uh, is it woohoo girl yeah wahoo a, oh wahoo girl yeah. oh I, that's that's a that's a very cleveland person do you get that reference it's from how i met your mother no isn't it when she's like oh she's a woohoo girl oh, she's saying woo-hoo. wahoo yes no i don't get that uh chief wahoo was the mascot of the old cleveland indians baseball franchise know? oh because he used to like baseball but yeah. not anymore i'm Getting more into it. It literally just started today. Especially, How are you getting more into it? It's opening day today. Especially with the pitch clock. Oh, I there's not enough time in this podcast. Mm-hmm. Are you serious? Yeah, a two-hour game? Count me in. I'm a purist. Yeah. At Franzwa21 said, my favorite, my absolute favorite guitar solo of all time. That was in all caps, by the way. Wow, okay. On the Any Given Thursday album. He clarified and at Aaron underscore Jonathan said, easily a top 10. And like I'm saying, those are just, I just pulled a few top five, top 10 comments. That must be really great to be John Mayer. And like, even by John Mayer standards, this is a throwaway, throwaway song. We have to all admit that he never recorded it, never put it on the record. It's Maybe not a single. Maybe he just never finished it. Yeah. It's just like, oh, I'm going to throw it on here because I want this to exist, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to put it on the record. Mm-hmm. And to be able to do that and people are like, oh, right. this is one of my top 10 favorite songs yeah. of all time. It's pretty I, cool. I, just, I can't look at the song against a stack of others. And everyone's top five and top 10 is going to be their own. That, there's no right or wrong there. You're allowed to like You're whatever you like. You're wrong sometimes, but no one else. But, they can do it however they want. Yes. But I just, it just wouldn't be in mine. I don't mm-hmm. know what number it would be. Anyways, uh, time to rate the song. All right. So, uh, Jill, is this the... I think this is obvious. Is this a quiet song or the John Mayer who turns the ladies on? Lucas, you would think it was obvious, but the internet thinks it's 71% quiet, 29% turns the ladies on. Wow. Guys. Is it? Guys. Is it? Let me let me give you my theory. Don't is, even DM me why you think that. Is it they just want to see him covered in rain? No. Like the, the romantic <laughs> trope of he's like standing no, in the rain. No, they like the quiet hand in mine. Oh. I think that's what it is, but I just disagree. But what if you don't have quiet hands? Not everybody has quiet hands. (laughs) I don't have quiet hands. Yeah, I don't don't either, obviously. Obviously, I talk with my hands, but also I'm very insecure about my hands because my son has has celiac disease. Uh You know he has celiac disease. And so if I go to work and like I eat a pizza or we don't have celiac, we don't have gluten food in the house, but Mm -hmm. sometimes I'll like get DoorDash or whatever. So I'm so worried about a cross-contamination from Mm. my hands that I I wash them constantly. Mm -hmm. And then at work, because sometimes I handle money or there's Mm -hmm. animals, I wash them. So my hands are always so dry. Mm. If I have to shake someone's hand, I like die inside. No, not (laughs) touching you. (laughs) So, um... My hands aren't quiet; they're rough. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm a drummer. Yeah, your and hands I, are. And I lift weights. Yeah. So you know, um, and You're like I, a boy though. So I know I'm not supposed to say this, but like that makes it okay somehow. Well, and I'm constantly accused of not knowing the strength of my own hands. I believe that. Like I have a history of like breaking hangers. Why would you break a hanger? I don't know. That's just stupid. I know. I don't do it on purpose. Well, you'll break your drumsticks. And like. Oh, I do. Oh. <laughs> I've, I've shattered drumsticks, like, in my hand. Oh, wow. And, like, plastic spoons I'm really bad with. Well, those are stupid. Yeah, I just, like, Sam's always yelling at me, like, mm-hmm. you don't, your hands are too strong and you don't realize it, so chill. Well, if that's your biggest fault, I think that you guys are doing okay. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm so close to perfect. If it wasn't the hand thing. Moving on, I'm going to go 100% quiet song. What uh, do you think? Yeah, it's obviously a quiet yeah, song. Yeah, I can't even, I get the quiet hand of mine is a romantic lyric, but guys. So I... I am incapable, maybe because of my own experience in life, of uh, combining depression with turning anyone on. Yeah. So when I say this song, I read the song as being about depression. 
Yeah. Then there's no part of it that's going to be like a turn oh, on situation yeah. for you. No, those, I agree with that. Those are two very different situations for me. Okay. All right. So Jill, how much does this song make you love John Mayer? I mean, I'm going to go with a strong three. A strong three as opposed to a weak three. Right. Okay. Because, you know, it's teetering towards the four. 3.5. Mm-hmm. I'll give it a 3.5. Oh, wow. Um, You know, it's, I mean, the content's depressing now that I know right. it's about 9-11. And it's about a breakup, which is kind of sad, too. Um, But like I said, it's getting some points and some props because of the imagery and how I can, like, I feel the song. I can, like, see the song. Mm-hmm. And the quiet hand in mind somehow, you know, I know what it means, but I don't know what it means. Um, So, yeah, I'm going to go with three. Lucas, what's yours? It's probably if I'm going to like be honest, mathematically honest. Okay. On the scale of like one how five. much does this song make me love John Mayer? Right, that's fine. Go ahead and be honest. It's probably a one. I've never given a one. I know you haven't, and that's what I'm saying. Like if I'm being honest with the scale, where we've said like your probably your scale is usually like a three to five is kind of your scale. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to use paint with all the colors of the wind then i'm good <laughs> isn't a disney podcast then i then i have to acknowledge that like this is just it's it, it there's nothing here that's bad it's mm-hmm. just not fully formed and there's too much guitar solo for me so i just never listen to it like i said at the beginning i right. will probably never listen to this song again right because if i want to i'm you know what here's the story i had so such a hard time today mm-hmm listening to this song Mm -hmm. because I decided today what song I'm going to pick for next week. Oh, you're so excited. And I just wanted to listen to that song over and over again. I get a little ahead of myself sometimes too. Yeah, so it was like a chore. Listening to the song was a chore for me instead of a Mm -hmm. joy. Mm -hmm. And so that's a pretty good indicator there. It's like, I'm listening to it because I have to listen to it for the podcast. Right. As opposed to like, this is a great song and I want to listen to it. Exactly. Understandable. Um, So I normally we do discussion questions, but I'm like dying to know what song you picked. So, do you have a discussion question? Hurry up. <laughs> do you have a discussion no. question? Um, I will tell you. I was certain. Mm-hmm. I, you said I, it was between two. Yes. Yeah. I put on Love Song for No One. Mm, we had talked about you doing that one. I was like, oh, this is it. And then I just like, I just want to listen. I want to click on this other album and just see, is there anything on here? And I clicked on the song and just immediately, like, can't wait to my soul leapt. And I was like... This, I want to spend the next week with this song. Okay, and what is it? Clarity. Oh, okay. Track one from Heavier Things. All right. We haven't done Heavier Things in, you know, a second. Yeah. <laughs> We're almost out of songs. So, nice. yeah, it's, it's just such a fun song. <laughs> I, I really, I really enjoy it. There's some lyrics I really want to dive into. Nice. Like, especially after, like, I was very, obviously, lukewarm on this song. <laughs> That's funny because your name's Luke. Yeah. And I didn't particularly love, like, City Love all that much. I was fine oh, with I it. Did. But yeah. So, for me, I'm, like, really excited to, like, okay, I, I don't want to be, I don't, like, purposely, I'm not purposely the wet blanket i do love a lot of his music yeah it's time for us to do a song that i love and right. so here it is clarity which is one you're of my favorite songs literally gonna throw your back out again oh how my much gosh i know I'm just, so you can see the I'm excitement so nervous. can you feel the excitement in like, i'm excited you're excited yeah so go to our instagram at Maristudy so you can leave comments on this podcast i'll actually put up a post in the morning that mm-hmm. says hey we posted the podcast episode at whatever time it decided to air <laughs> oh. i can't seem to control it anymore that, so that's not my fault i'm sorry you no saw it. it's your fault yeah, i'm just saying it's, i bet you're set to the wrong time zone i looked in there there's no way to change the time zone really? yeah it doesn't matter when it comes out if when it comes, it comes out, out really. it comes out yeah. um so make comments. it'll be out no later than monday morning that's for sure yeah yes. if anything it's early not late yeah 
So make comments on um, what you agreed, what you disagreed with with Lucas. Yes. <laughs> or maybe even me. So we can use it for back to you segment for next week. Right. And then, of course, go leave comments about things you like about Clarity, things you want to discuss, questions you have. And we hope you have a lovely week. Absolutely. Stay out of the rain. Oh, and if you're listening to this and you're going to the concert on Thursday, yay, I'll see you there. Oh, is it, is it that time already? Yes, it's next week. It's on Thursday. But when they're hearing this, they're hearing it, it's well, we don't Thursday. know when they're going to hear it because we can't control it. It comes out anymore. Right. But in theory, so it'll be Thursday. I'll be wearing jeans and a black sweater. Have you guys like picked a, like, a location for like the meetup? Are you doing a meetup? We have not because, um, there. yeah, there's. I have all the people in the comments. There's uh-huh. like five or six mm-hmm. um, who are going to be there. One of them's Anna Van... Tessel. Yes, you know her. Right? Yes, I yeah. Do. Um, and I'm gonna DM them when I figure it out. My mom and I haven't made my time. I mean, we're like it's like meet up at the concert. Like okay. some people are doing meetups at like a bar two hours before oh, the concert. So I was like, yeah, if you were gonna do, I was like, you know, what? I might go out and like hang out just to like. Oh, meet that would have been cool. Yeah. But like, if you're meeting at the concert, I'm not like going. Into no, the we're concert, meeting at the so. concert. You could have gone. I know you offered me tickets. It's true, but like again. I don't know. I, I feel you. I like the band. And maybe this is... Uh, I, the people's reaction and the fact that he added so many more tour dates, I, there must be something magical about it. Yeah. I, and I said, I watched the video for this song today. And I was like, oh, this is my favorite. And I've really yeah. enjoyed the stuff I've seen. So maybe I'm just being dumb. But It is easy to watch from home on Instagram. But anyways, yeah. go to Instagram and comment on the post if you're going to be at the concert and you want to meet up and say hi. And only if you're not crazy. And <laughs> if you're a scary because <laughs> I'm not there to protect you, Jill. You're gonna no, but I'll have my up. mom and she'll take your picture. Yeah, <laughs> so exactly. So watch out. <laughs> okay, so have a great week. Bye. Bye.